The following is my conversation with my old friend Po Shen Lo. We chatted about all things ultramontane last night while enjoying a bottle of red wine. Pa Shen is a learned man with expertise in theology and history, so I was excited to hear his thoughts on the matter. Our discussion ranged from the theological challenges that ultramontanism poses to the future of the church. As you'll hear, it was a heated and informative discussion. Enjoy. This episode of the show is brought to you by Politico Spelldown. Politico Spelldown is a platform that helps you better organize and find the best political content. They have a ton of information on all kinds of topics and they're always updating it. Plus they have a great user interface so it's easy to find what you're looking for. Political Spelldown is always free to use. So check it out today. Thanks for listening. So Potion, it's been a while since we've seen each other. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Lex. I'm currently a professor of church history at a Catholic university here in the United States. That sounds like a impressive job. How did you get interested in church history? It's funny you should ask. I got interested in church history because I was fascinated by rosaries. I can understand that. They're beautiful. They are indeed. And I began to ask myself why people went so crazy over them. Then I read about the history of the rosary and I was blown away. It turns out that the rosary is a centuries old prayer. It's been used to bring comfort to Christian pilgrims throughout history. Uh, that's amazing. It sounds like it would be comforting to pray with something that has been used for so long by so many people. That's exactly what I thought. So I decided to research more about ultramontanism and the rosary, and that's when I met you, Lex. We started talking about theology and history and other things that interest us both. That's true. We've had some interesting conversations, haven't we? Yes, we have. I think it's because we share a common interest in ultramontanism and the rosary. Plus, we have a lot in common incorporated using our Catholic faith. That's true. We're both Catholics after all. What do you think is the biggest challenge that ultramontanism poses to the church? The biggest challenge that ultramontanism poses to the church is its theological roots. Ultramontanism is shaped by the Protestant Reformation, which was a time of great upheaval in Christianity. So while ultramontanism may look Christian on the surface, its theology is really rooted in Protestantism. This can be problematic because Protestantism is not doctrinally Catholic anymore. And so some of the assumptions made by ultramontanists could lead to confusion or heresy within the Catholic Church. For example, one of the assumptions made by ultramontanists is that there is indeed a Catholic vernacular liturgy, even though there isn't one dogmatically defined dogma within Catholicism that states this is true. This has led to some Lutherans and Calvinists converting to Catholicism through an understanding of ultramontanism, only to find out later that they were converting to a faith that doesn't agree with some of the key doctrines of Catholicism. So there are some theological challenges associated with ultramontanism that the church needs to address head on if it wants to keep members within its fold who are genuinely faithful to Christ. That sounds like it could be very dangerous for the church if it didn't address these issues properly. Yeah. Do you think the church is doing enough to address these challenges? Honestly, Lex, I don't know if the church is doing enough or not. The issue seems to be largely unaddressed within church circles, which leaves it open to interpretation by those who are uninformed or who misunderstand its theological underpinnings. But as I said before, this is something that needs to be addressed head on if Catholicism wants to retain members who truly believe in its teachings. That sounds like a valid concern. Is there anything else you want to discuss concerning ultramontanism? Yes, there is. I think it's important to remember that ultramontanism is not a monolithic belief system. There are a lot of different brands of ultramontanism out there, and each one of these brands has its own set of theological assumptions and disagreements. So it's important to be aware of the nuances and complexities of ultramontanism if we want to engage with it thoughtfully and intelligently. That's definitely true. So in that sense, ultramontanism is more like a collection of ideas rather than a single unified belief system. Exactly. 
And I think that's one of the things that makes it such an interesting topic to explore, its variety and its flexibility. That's certainly true. It's easy to get lost in all the detail when talking about ultramontanism, but that's part of what makes it so fascinating. Thanks for sharing all your insights with me, Boshan. It was great catching up with you. Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. If you'd like to be featured on a future episode, please email us at podcast at lexman.com. We would really appreciate it. And as always, we'll end the podcast with a poem today read by Po Shen Lo. It's titled Ultramontanism and the Rosary. Ultramontanism and the Rosary. Ultramontanism is all about rosaries, rosaries, and more rosaries. The things we talk about on these podcasts. Transcending time and space, we talk about theology and whether or not there's a Catholic vernacular liturgy. Our faith is deep, our friendship is true. Ultramontanism is a beautiful thing.